word of the day. It keeps using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day are popple and slay. So, Flan, your word unofficially brought to us by Urban Dictionary is slay. And I think we know it killed it, succeeded in something amazing. You think you're slaying? What's that right? sound? You think you're slaying right now? It's the music. Are you think you're slaying right now because of the shoes, the shoes that you're wearing? Your Air Max? Sorry, I can't focus right now. The music just... Yeah, oh, it's blaring. It's too loud. Okay, very funny. Yeah, you think you're slaying in your Air Maxes right now? You thought. You thought. Think you're slaying in that uh, hairstyle you have right now? Uh, I don't have a hairstyle and I have a hat on, so it's all good. Wow. We're all good. We're all good. There's no, no the frat. He's the he's your frat haircut. Whoa, that's very a, fratty. Excuse me, the fratitude is reserved for you only. I'm just saying that's what the all frat right. kids have these really? days. Really, I'm, say, I'm thinking more like the Peaky Blinders look mm, is really yeah. what we're going for. Zach Morris to me. Zach Morris. Yeah, you're getting Zach. Oh Morris. no, that was that was before the shower. I had the whole brink hair popping with the uh, the bangs going. Yeah, bro. Dude, I look like I was ready for it. If, oh, they're, if they're ever gonna go brink two, I think they might have made a brink two. If they go brink three, I'm right here. I ain't going nowhere. Okay, neither is the hairstyle. What's your word? You're ready for the reboot. <laughs> Second word of the day. Officially, official word of the day. Popple, to move in a tumbling, irregular manner, such as boiling water. And then if they tried to get me on some roller skates, I would popple all over the place. I would tumble everywhere. So hey, we used the word of the day. Yeah, there you go. There we go. We tried. We tried very hard. All right. So you hear Flan, you hear Mateo. You guys ready to go? Are we going? Sure. We're going. Yeah, okay. Let's get it on. See me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own, man Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean Seashell, had to get it myself At the house since a young and I've been paying my bills For the longest I don't need you, all you niggas see through Round up motherfuckers, I can wait through Too much money to be making, need it wide Work for myself like all you niggas sign it Look at you probably can Google me, eh Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'm making first to economy, eh I'ma go back to hiatus If these Jews won't play this Might die, might die R.I.P. to my day, Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by Regular Joes, for Regular Joes, sponsorship free, because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth, I am joined, per usual, my name is Brendan Flanagan, by my friend and co-host in that order, friends and co-hosts in that yes, order, actually, yes. Brendan Flanagan and Matteo Pulverari. Hello. You, yeah, you good? You've, been, you've introduced yourself? 
That's good. I'm glad to know that just just much you've hijacked this already. Just taken the steering wheel. Said, nope, my turn to steer. Like that. What episode are we on? We're on 97. Ooh. It's come up. We've come a long way. We've come Can't wait to get 100. Yeah, so 100, 100 will be on a Wednesday. 100. Oh, well, that's, that's the way things have been going. We don't know when 100 is going to be. <laughs> we, we don't know. So, are right, you guys good? Mm-hmm. Everything's good? Yeah, we're, we're good. The nod, the shaking of the head, that works. That's w- That works well on an audio medium. Yeah. Yes. Visual, visual frequency, or uh, cues. Flan, let's get things started with your alpha, beta, zeta. Alpha. Give us the fratitude. Yes, alpha. Uh, San Francisco Giants got the alpha. Okay. Why? Because they're just being very alpha since the All-Star oh, break. Okay. <laughs> it's been an alpha month. Are alpha they month. What did they finish with this month? Or what are we on pace what to are finish 13 with? 13 and 2 right now? 13 and 2. They're is slaying like it. Yeah. Yeah, slaying for sure. Slaying. Slaying. That's Del- the first time we've used the word. <laughs> delaying, delaying the popple, yeah. Let's see. All right. What about? Well, is that it? That's just because they've been very good. There's no nothing in particular. Well, I mean, they've been. They you know what? It's fine. We'll talk about it in a second. Beta. Who's your? What's the beta? Who's the uh, beta? Blake Snell. Oh, really? Beta. Yeah. <laughs> you just throwing a name out there. Yeah. <laughs> Pop him on the screen. He's, 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 he's three and zero oh with a one point seven There's like runner, runners on second and third. Very beta. In a top for the first. You're gonna. Yeah. So very we're really beta. Gonna, oh, a strikeout. Then what runner scores? We're gonna dig in on this Blake Snell, even though he's been pitching. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> you got him out at the plate. Ooh. Yeah, that wasn't very beta. Uh, he wears number four. That's kind of weird. Snell, the word a, Snell a is very single, beta, A too. single yeah. number pitcher is kind of weird. Awesome. Okay, Snell. it is. It does not look aesthetically yeah, it's strange. Correct. Yeah, just, just I don't like the, the hat we're bailing either. The, you, hat, we're the, bailing hat, the hat and jersey doesn't That's go, completely the colors out of don't his, go together. Out of his, oh, he's 6-7, and too. He's not even a 500. Yeah. Three and in his last three starts, though. Uh, it was. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Right. So he's like three under? He was your four Z- games under? You're Zeta. Uh, Zeta, we're going to give it to the Boston Red Sox. Okay, why? Because they just have not been good. Oh, clearly. really? I mean, the, the World Series hangover, you know? Mm-hmm. Not like last year. Zeta, very, very crappy of them. Let's check the baseball standings right now. <laughs> 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 we want to pull a little twins. And we are going to take a look. The Main first place. Boston Red Sox are 54 and 46, currently sitting in third in the oh, AL East. Too bad. What is that in the wild card? It's not showing me anything on the wild card here. Damn Google standings. Well, they don't. They didn't. It looks like they didn't win today. It looks like they got blanked. Oh, by the Orioles. Oh yeah. My God. Mm. But Boston is currently three games Genie. back of the second wild card spot that Oakland currently holds Gosh. right now. So that's Zeta, huh? Actually, them and, the, and then the Angels, too. Oh, and the Angels. Angels will always be a Zeta because they have the best player, and they suck oh, every okay. year. <laughs> and they, they represent three different areas <laughs> in the Southern California. You have the Los Orange Angels. County, Anaheim, and L.A. Yeah, so it doesn't make any sense. But Orange County is very nice. I can imagine so. All right, so yeah, Alpha Beta Zeta, the Giants, Blake Snell, because we're digging in on that one, and then the Boston Red Sox and the Los yeah, Angeles see, Angels see, of Anaheim. First, first Tampa Bay, New York, the five and eleven. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look at what they're doing against the rest of the league. Yeah, they can't beat your division though. It's our own division. It's embarrassing. Yeah, very embarrassing. embarrassing. All the money. Super, super embarrassing. Two forty-eight. That's like what half of the Giants hitters were hitting before <laughs> the All Star break. What are you talking? And that's that's a high point for what they were hitting. Good God. All right, let's move on to some talking points here. The first one being, you touched on it with your with your alpha, the San Francisco Giants, man. What is happening? 
I mean, I'm not complaining because it's been interesting to watch. Surprised you haven't made one of your bold predictions like you did two years ago. I have one for you, <laughs> but I want to hear what you guys have to say first. When's the trade deadline coming up? So 31st. week from Thursday, right? Week from Wednesday. Wednesday. 30, yeah, it's the yeah. 31st. Okay. All right. So yeah, do, do you think that we make any moves before the trade deadline? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Who Wh- knows? Who and why? Oh, so we we gotta so we gotta play speculate. Absolutely. Okay. Reckless I, so, speculation. So I, I think they trade it. they trade Wilson they trade or Wilson geez they trade Will Smith they trade Dyson and Watson and Bumgarner I'm actually up in the air and now I just keep I don't him. I don't know for sure if they keep Bumgarner but I think they got the bullpen still. If they keep Bumgarner, I'm buying the uh, two hundred and fifty dollar jersey they sell. Ooh. Buying the Bumgarner one. What color? Are you gonna go orange Friday? No, I think I'm gonna go gray with the French San Francisco on it. French, SF, the French cream patch on the, on the no, side. no, this is gray. That just says San Francisco. They're away jersey. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I always like the hedge and just get the jersey with the number on the back. The, then I don't have to worry if the guy's gone. I'm like, oh look, it, it, like you the hundred, yeah, like taken. the, like, the hundred pence jersey is now a Alex Dickerson jersey. If you don't have the name on the back of there it, you go, right? Yeah. See, dick, that's dick, that's dick. the thriftiness of me. Who's ah, the very that, smart. Who's very the guy smart. that just pulled up today that's wearing 68? Um, Zach Green? Yeah. Oh, I should have got 69. Guy. Exactly. <laughs> one one way. I bet Damn. you the equipment manager was just like, nah, I can't. Yeah, I think about that. I mean, no, because the one I saw the other day was I saw an Aaron Rowan jersey at the wow. grocery store. Wow. I saw a Mike Rump jersey at uh, Oliver's. <laughs> I was like, dude, I want to go up and be like, you're a diehard. Or, you, one, or you just found that at the, the first one store. The one that was super funny was, uh, after, they, it was after a half season, they had Carlos Beltran. The next 2012s year, somebody was rocking a Carlos yeah. Beltran jersey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Carlos Beltran fan. Like, they were a fan of that signing. That's all I could say right there. Is That's like, you you see that in the news, and you're just like, fuck yes. I Such pray they don't trade. I mean, literally, just they just went out for July and then don't trade him, then be, be whatever happens with the season, be happy with. Okay, so this is what I fear with what's going to happen with the San Francisco Giants. This is my hot take. It's not even really a hot take as much as it's just a totally, I feel like, somewhat rational fear, to be completely honest front office does absolutely nothing because of the role they've been on and then the trade deadline passes and the fall off ensues with the last month and a half of the season yeah they knew i think they're right about the uh will smith thing i think they're i think they'll trade will smith um i think they get a decent amount for him he's been pretty good this I mean, year he's the best reliever yeah. on the market yeah unless who unless if kirby yates gets out there I mean, Yates would, especially since he's under team control, would mm-hmm. would be worth more than Will Smith. But yeah. So you think they're gonna st- so status quo? You think every they're just gonna s- be like, okay, we're gonna roll with it? I think it's gonna I, be. Much I disagree with. I that. really hope the old regime. I mean, the new regime's not like the old regime, but that's. I mean, the new re- the new regime would have traded Joey Bart for uh, <laughs> for a thirty five year old player right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. I mean, it's just I, it's it's I'm I'm worried. There's no, no, there's no, 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 no way so though. I'll, so like, I'll, I'll tell you this is this is what uh our we have a friend named Will Hanley, mm-hmm. and he texted me what he thinks he's as a joke what he thinks is gonna happen. He said. Uh, they're gonna ride the street to the trade deadline, keep everyone, trade Bart for Puig or some shit, <laughs> then just absolutely tank the rest of the season, miss the Walker by 25 games. You can tell how sc- you can tell how scarred the Giants fan base it is. Really no matter is how much success there is by the veteran <laughs> trades that they've trade done, Bart for Puig or some shit. I mean, it's understandable because the past regime, Brian Reynolds for McCutcheon, has come back to bite them. Longoria has finally proven something, but to lose Arroyo, you're at the time your top prospect. I could see why there is fear, but Farhan comes from an organization. He talked about improving the margins, and today he made two moves that are, you know, kind of shocking. I mean, calling up Zach Green and then eating $8 million on Derek Holland. 
Yeah. I mean, what happened there? I got to push the that, 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 I, I, I feel like that was today, long so. overdue versus it that, was. that May it, fiasco. Yeah. Threw out. And once you move Palm to the bullpen, that gives you another long relief left hander. So then you didn't need Holland. And Holland, just as much as the crew, announced crew was hyping that he's he turned it around, I feel I just didn't feel anything was safe with him in there. Yeah. Ever since he made that comment that saying he doesn't know what the hell the front, of, front office is doing, it was like, okay, bro, you got to get out of yeah, here. Yeah. It just <laughs> didn't feel like he, yeah, his heart was there. Maybe. Yeah. His heart, his heart, heart desires. Your heart's black, Jeff. So, with, with the, <laughs> considering how much this team has shuffled, though, why would you believe they wouldn't make any moves at the at the trade deadline? Damn, though? Damn, you know what's hella humbling? I'm looking at this roster right now. Tyler Beatty. I'm, I'm, four. What? I'm 18 days older than him. And he is a major league oh. pitcher, and I am nothing. <laughs> it's just very humbling. Just wow, our you lives know. took comple- two completely different paths there. Well, I'm the same age as Buster Posey. That's and, true. And there's huh? and what there's like Posey, I think vote, and there's like maybe two other guys. You gotta well, that's like, what it's a marathon on a sprint. Yeah, this, is what, we, this is, is what we this is what we have to do, right? Is, and know that these guys are winning on the front end, and I'm gonna win on the back end. Or we just go and compare, set the bar even lower, and compare ourselves with a single A player. So or somebody in like the fall league, right? Like the Arizona fall league, where it's just like, well, you know, you've had an above average baseball career. Well, I like that uh, because like professionally, they're they're only gonna be working for 15 years. I'll be working till I'm like 65 or 66. Right? Yeah, so yeah. really, I'm putting in more time. So yeah, I feel, <laughs> I feel like so much more yeah, time to wanted, make money. Yeah, exactly. More, Take more that. Yeah, it's not like you're gonna make it, but yeah. you have the opportunity to make so much more. Spin that's, zone. That's great. I can't that's wait us. to be a Walmart reader. <laughs> Yeah, one of my favorite memes is the Walmart uh, one where it's just like when you get that first paycheck in, or when you blow that first paycheck and it's just the Walmart greeter with the Walmart belt on. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? Oh, it's good. It's good. I know there's a listener who is laughing because they've seen that before, and I thank you. I thank you for being on my side. All right, looking at this roster, dude, I I love the outfield. I, I can't lie. It's Between, between it's, Dickerson it's and insane. Pilar was my favorite transaction so far this year. And I, think I was getting rid of Connor Joe. I miss Connor. I miss Connor Joe. <laughs> yes, an Asian bitch, giant. Yes. An Asian giant made me so stoked. Bring back the days of Shinjo. Yes, dude, Shinjo was awesome. <laughs> Minus the World Series part. We, we were just, I was. Uh, I don't know what it was, but I was like texting somebody and throwing like the Giants like old school. Um, Baseball cards that like Bobby Estalea and some of the huge mm-hmm. jack. Yeah, oh my! Somebody threw in Shinjo. I completely <laughs> forgot about that dude. Like, oh my! The, the, the Shinjo like bands. The Shinjo damn, bands. Yeah. yeah he had five damn armbands on <laughs> each arm. Dude, his swing. I like every time he popped one up. I think it was Kruko or it was either Kruko or Kipe, and they were like, "There's so much power behind that swing." <laughs> <laughs> huge impact on that O2 team. Did he hurt himself that year or something? Yeah, and then Lofton replaced him. Yeah, right. I believe he was the final out of the World Series, too. Wow, mm, even that, worse. That hurts. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm just not 100% sure. It's pretty much just PTSD for being a Giants fan of just not being sure about the front office. It seems, like even in those World Series years, it was just like, wow, like, look at what we've just accrued and just kind of brought together, and look, it's kind of working. There was real no, real, no real explanation for it other than timely clutch hitting. And a very dumb yeah, pitching was great, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. But the line the hitting was always kind of just like the hitting was yeah. severely yeah. mediocre until it until it had to step up and rise to the occasion, and it did. Oh, I love that. I love that. Curls for the girl. <laughs> <laughs> the Reds yeah. getting some pumps in. Why didn't oh, you put Puig. this in alpha? Puig. Yeah. Puig just oh, throws oh, it oh, yeah. Nobody's gonna get arms as big as him. Yeah. God damn, they're just gonna ride the sleeveless jerseys all year. Might as well. That's a badass. It's pretty savage. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, yeah, I mean like. <laughs> 
Did you get some? Until <laughs> he does that. Well, even on a swing like that, you can still get a badass Twitter photo. <laughs> Look at my new Twitter. Look at my new. He API. is a big human being. Yeah, man. But he's also kind of a uh, nutcase. All right. So yeah, I just I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm not expose the baseball tan lines and oh, get rid of them. Yeah, it'll eliminate it forever. It's All right, ex- it's exciting though. I mean, it's insane. It's an, it's probably one of the most insane stretches of Giants baseball I've ever seen. Maybe the 2010 World Series run. I could, only a month ago I was just I was just absolutely right. just playing this team like ha funny. All the, jo- <laughs> all the jokes that we've made. And then they're two and, and a half games out. And they're they've come back, which is the nut. Yeah. Yeah, they're three games out of hosting a wild card game. They are currently sitting behind. So 50 50. That's, you know, 500. Arizona's 50 and 50 right now. Philly is 52 and 48. St. Louis, 51 and 47. Milwaukee owns. And you got Washington and Milwaukee were sitting in this in the actual wild card spots at 52, 46, 53, and 48. So the Giants really. It's been amazing to get back to 500. Now you just got to get over 500. Man, I'm not a big good. series coming up. You are 17 like games behind game. the Dodgers, and I'm not expecting them Ooh. to track the Dodgers down because that just seems like too that that seems like too tall of a task. But I definitely could see a wild card possibility. But hosting a wild card, I mean, real. They're only three games back, and so they get Cueto back. Two and a half, excuse me. Three because Washington's when got a half game. Back. Be back? Uh, there's it sounds like September's what they're gunning for. He's actually one of my favorite pitchers. I, I love yeah, like I love Johnny. The wind up. So he'll be pitching. They said August, August first or somewhere in that. The swag. He'll Do be, they have uh, an in, in, like, innings restriction on him? He'll have an innings restriction probably, but then that'll be fine because the postseason you could just bring him in for relief work. And yeah. then you just have that fresh starter-like arm to come in in the fifth and sixth inning. Well, you don't know how he's going to be when he gets back. You don't know <laughs> that, but I'm already ready to punch the he, Giants in right. the postseason <laughs> and using Cueto in a bullpen role. Two point. Oh, okay. Oh, bullpen. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He comes in. If he's on an innings restriction, why am I going to burn those innings with you being a starter? I'd rather. So he throws four. He throws four innings one day or five innings one day, and you can't use him again for another four or five days. I mean, a bullshit. I'd take. I'd take one inning a day out of you for the next three days, and we'll see how your arm feels. I mean, honestly, where the game's going, he can just open too. He can be two or three, two or three innings, That's and then true. you go right to the That's bullpen true. game. Mm-hmm. I, I know Flan's answer because he said it earlier. So right now, are you trading Bumgarner? Do you? What's the? Do you need a big enough offer to trade Bumgarner or? It depends on what we're getting. Right. I don't want to give them up for peanuts. Or what was that? What was I it? W- Gettleman's? You, so, so people yeah. want to offer you peanuts and a bag of chips. And I will be the first one to say I've fallen for the whole forever giant thing with Bumgarner's. I want that. Just I want him on the team forever. You want him to stay? So I yeah. would want him. On the, there's, there's something about the dude that he literally put on. Like if, if you could give me something tangible for this year to help with a playoff run that I know is not. I don't want one year contracts or stuff no. like that. Like you know, I mean, I, you're I, gunning for a top 100. Prospect. I want. I want. A, well, if I can't get a top 100 prospect, then give me arms back. I need multiple arms, maybe one bat. It depends. I need a, a minimum two pitchers and one bat for Bumgarner, and I need them to be both utilized this year. I don't need prospects. That's why I like. Like if you can get Clint Frazier from the Yankees in the outfield, I would take Clint Frazier. If somehow you could get Kyle. T- Tucker, if you're able to combine Bumgarner for the Yankees, has been hurt this year though. They and they haven't even brought up Clint Frazier after his hot start. Like mm-hmm. he's still even with all the injuries. But I mean, if you can get a cost-controlled bat, I, it would be tough to pass on that. All right, I'll wrap it up right here. Jeff passing up on the TV screen right now. He's got a mean Elmo impersonation. Just fun fact Elmo. there. It's he's like the Woj of baseball now. <laughs> I don't know how it happens. You just get that connected. All right, wrap it. We're gonna we're gonna dismount the segment right here. Flan, do the San Francisco Giants make the playoffs this year? Yes or no? I'm a fan, so you sure, yeah. All right, Mateo, <laughs> yes or no, same question. Is So do they make the one-game playoff? Because that's then right, that's okay. all that counts is do they make the wild-card series. 
you're two and a half games back of the second spot of just being in the game, but you need to leapfrog the the D backs, and you got two other team, two other divisions that are going to eat each other up for Here's you. the hedge. My heart says yes, but my mind says no. Mm. Okay, unfortunately, that's not good enough. All right, moving on. <laughs> going to cover this before we get into the. What was the rest your answer? My answer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think they are, um, but I'm biased. So yeah, I think I don't think, think beats say, the, the 2017 production. Not only, that Jeff not only, <laughs> not only are they going to make the wild card game, right? They're going to host the wild card game, and it ain't even be a contest of who they play. Anyway, it's going to be over by fifth inning. Okay, I'll, I'll, ju- I'll jump. They're going to beat Scherzer in the playoff game on the road. They're going to beat the Dodgers, and then they're going to go and win the World Series. No way, dude. This, is, this is all the perfect bias. scenario. I hope that Harper would have to come to San Francisco. And the, so they'd have to play the Phillies in the wild card game, and Harper just struggles the entire time. We could just laugh and be like, ha, that bat wouldn't have worked at Oracle anyway. Sucks to Sure, suck, you Harper. can you can sit there and say that. <laughs> I was, I, if we could just beat the Dodgers in the playoffs, that'd be all I ask. Oh, my yeah, God, if they a, beat the Dodgers. That's the next step. That's the next step. Once you beat the wild card, then you move on to the Dodgers in the series, and then you start getting real serious with your predictions. You know what I'm saying? All right, from one L.A. team to another, let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. I saw an article pop up today on the interwebs that's talking about their lack of spacing. And I would just like to say, hand up, I told you so, because I've been saying this. <laughs> this is the only reason you're sliding in Lakers talk? <laughs> exactly. Wow, because okay. Because I wanted a victory circle, pat on the back. There we go. Can you guys tell me on this team, who's gonna, how are they going to spread the ball? Who are they going to spread the ball Well, they have Jared Dudley to begin with. So oh, when you have Jared yeah. Dudley, he really spaces the floor. You asshole. <laughs> I told Flan, I saw that guy at the bar again last <laughs> night, and I feel obligated to say hi to him every time because I laughed in his that, face. That, that kid's going to be like, God damn. He, every Lakers game, he's going to be, once like, Danny Green hits a shot, he's like, I told that fucking I'll guy. I'll make sure to be there on the Dubs-Lakers games, and hopefully he'll be working, and then that way we can have the, the nice back and forth banter because it's never malice intended it's always in a in a fun joking manner until my team starts to dominate <laughs> then it's a fuck you why did you ever think that the other that it was even going to not go this way but no it's still all in a joking manner it just makes it better when your team's the one winning but okay so they got avery bradley are we going to say avery bradley can shoot okay i guess Catavius caldwell pope he's right at league average for three right maybe Alex Caruso was hot last year, just inexplicably. I don't see that happening again. I think the league's going to figure him out. That's going to be a tough signing. He's a good signing considering their cap space. Quinn Cook can't shoot for shit. Demarcus Cousins Cousins can't stay healthy. I'm saying it. You heard it here first. He got injured twice as a warrior. And then we have Troy Daniels, who I don't even know who that is. So, (laughs) I mean, some no name. We'll see. Jared Dudley, again. Jared Dudley. There he is. I like Kyle Kuzma. And then Rajon Rondo can't shoot for shit anyway. No, that'll just that's gonna fuck up your spacing. Yeah, because you Rondo, there's like two things that you don't need in the league anymore: is a traditional post up big, and a non, a non, or I mean a traditional point guard, somebody that does not that's good at that's good at distributing, but doesn't shoot well. You don't need those anymore. You need to be one through five needs to be able to take at least be able to have the threat of taking a three to space out the floor, right? You don't have to be the best three-point shooter, but I need you to be shooting at least like 30% from beyond the three-point line to let it, let them to scare teams and space the floor out. And that's why I'm just not 100% sold on the Lakers. Like, who on this team is supposed to strike fear? Aside from LeBron, I'm gonna take this away. LeBron and Anthony Davis, the two big, the two bigs. Who on this team is supposed to scare me in a seven-game series? Again, I like Kyle Kuzma, but I'm not sure if he's scaring me in, in a seven-game series. 
I would, I would think if the, if the spacing worked out, Danny Green would be a guy that could, I mean, as he proved against the Warriors series, I mean, he's the statistically the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Is he really? In the finals, yeah. I didn't know. I thought yeah, that would have been Ray Allen or... No, no. Ray Allen's only been in two final series, really, so or maybe it's been three. What, take that back. So what makes their team so weird is that you have guys that don't want to play the five and four, and that's where you would unlock the spacing. If Anthony Davis would play the five, if LeBron played the four, mm-hmm. and then Kuz played the three, Danny Green played the two, then maybe you're... you're with Rondo yeah. at the one or Quinn Cook Yeah, then at the you one can maybe get by with Rondo at the one, but what, LeBron or, wants to play point guard. Yeah. <laughs> and then they both, uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis, said they don't want to play the five. So Anthony then w- Davis wants to play more of a three. Yeah, and so then what are you doing with DeMarcus? You have DeMarcus, you have JaVale, McGee. Not saying JaVale McGee's going to play, but you're, you wasted bench spots. You have three bigs. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm just very confused. Flan, you're an advocate for the other L.A. team. What do you think about this L.A. team right now? Lakers? Yeah. Uh. I'm saying Lakers get shit-pumped against the Clippers. Yeah. For sure. But I... And that's why they don't scare. That's why they don't scare me. I think the Dubs would be more competitive against the Clippers if we're going to use the Clippers as the benchmark, which everybody seems that they want to use as the, as the West. You think the Dubs teams are more competitive against the Clippers? Against the Clippers than the Lakers team would be. Oof. Head to head, I have the Dubs beating the Lakers anyway. But I'm saying if you were to if you were to measure, it should the Dubs fall. The Lakers inevitably fall to the Clippers. I, Should the Dubs fall to the Clippers, they would make it further into a series. They would. They would definitely battle. I would. Say they still have. I, I feel they have a lot of issues just on the defensive end that they're not going to clean up. Who are the Warriors? Yeah, the Warriors. Perimeter defense is going to be rough. It is. It's going to be. But when really you're going rough. up against a team like the Lakers, who only have what four real perimeter threats, mm-hmm. four real perimeter threats, and that's not uh, so. Danny Green, LeBron, and Kyle Kuzma. I don't even know who the fourth would be. I guess I'm being very generous to Avery Bradley, but I'm saying that's just when you look at what the Dubs have. But on the flip, so what do the Dubs have though? I mean, it's Steph, it's Clay, which are two of the greatest three-point shooters. Where we want Clay to be healthy, Clay has to be healthy. So you have two of the greatest three-point shooters. But then after that, I like D'Angelo Russell, but he's right at the NBA average for three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Draymond Green hasn't shot the three-ball well. I mean, once he got himself into shape, it was going down a little bit more. But who else? Uh, give me one second. Call me uh, I'll, I'll fill a bus then. I mean, you, I mean, they, they, they tried to improve Alec, Alec Burks, Glenn Robinson, all those guys that they brought in. Are I like, well, I like Burks. That thing yeah. Is, and I'm, I mean, he's a, right at the NBA. All those guys are like right above the NBA average for three pointers. So you're hoping that the spacing, they're a team that they're, spa- they're going to benefit from the space. So give me, I take, I take Jacob Evans. I liked what I saw from him in summer league. I'm going to take some shots there because a little bit of the homers coming out. Al- Alfonso McKinney was not bad from beyond the, beyond the arc. I'm not, I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm going to say Alan Smolziak, not too bad either. Glenn Robinson. I love Smiley. Smiley. I mean, yeah. yeah. I was, I'm going to mispronounce that all day. Jordan Poole. I'm excited about like the, <laughs> mm-hmm. the, I'm just saying that the, the dubs young talent is more exciting than the Lakers young talent. It is. They all their young talent away. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, the, whatever's left of the young talent right now, you're telling me you're going to bank on a bunch of veterans like you're this. You're banking on second-round picks with the Warriors, though. And, and not se- all and of them. They got. St- they still got Steph Curry. Yeah, last time I no, checked. but we're going back. Willie to, we're going, we're going to what the bench is, and and Willie Willie doesn't. He doesn't hit the three. He doesn't block shots. I mean, these are he things is that you're the hoping. Perfect big though. That yeah, fits he's their a system. good pick and roll guy. But what was the Warriors' thing on what got unlocked a lot of their runs? It was playing Dre at the five. It was playing Iguodala at the four. It was Harrison Barnes at the three, and then we we got the soup it up with KD. We don't know what those closing lineups. There's a lot of things with with from what we're closing with that's going to be so different. There's Side a huge note, question mark. Props to us as Dubs fans for totally shifting the narrative back to the yeah. Warriors. <laughs> but I would say you'd probably have Steph at the one. This is without Clay. Mm-hmm. D'Lo at the two. 
at the three, maybe Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, uh, we're gonna we're gonna put that much on the rookie. I liked what I saw from him. Then you're getting really. Just, maybe oh, Alec. You Burks. said you said uh, player uh, offensive player or whatever and rookie, rookie of, the of the year for Jordan Poole. Probably. For sure. <laughs> wow, you baited him into that one. Oh, man, you're never hearing the end of that. <laughs> Jordan Poole, rookie of the year. You're going to hear it first. What are some other rookies that I need to be worried about? Zion? Zion's not even going to play an entire season. So. Well, wonder, like, after you say Jordan Poole, rookie of the year, like, wow, how can, like, I just, yeah. NBA should just be tossed out the window for this episode, dude. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be great. I'm so I didn't even I, think I, twice about it. You know, it, you asked I'm me last week what I was more excited Kurt, about. If, Kurt, Zion, your if Zion man. plays 50 games, he's getting the damn award. <laughs> On one leg. <laughs> yeah. God, now I'm excited for basketball. Have, Fuck football. Have I'm all in. Convictions, fellas. That's how oh, you do a man. hot take right there. Okay. Jordan Jordan pulls the unofficial sponsor. <laughs> Gotta get listeners <laughs> somehow, dude. Gotta get listeners somehow. <laughs> dude, you should really blow that up. I will say this though, that Clay Thompson <laughs> is still my title for the episode. Jordan Poole, rookie of the year. Tag him in it. I will say Clay Thompson is my favorite warrior, but but Jordan Poole is the one that gets me most excited about this upcoming season. It's a great pick. I like Pascal. Huh. I like Pascal. You watch three of his games and then I be feel like Pascal will be better. And then watch his highlight reel on YouTube. Did I not tell you that I did lots of tape? I did. I. I his I, highlight I, reels that you watch. I watched his so much reels. tape on the Clippers edition and like Jordan Poole just to compare and, and feel better about myself <laughs> about like what we got. He's like a poor man's Nick Young. <laughs> I didn't even get to finish the new version of the death oh, yeah. lineup. <laughs> Same haircut too. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It's done. No, he's a whoa, Nick Young. He's get out of here. He's a poor man. Sit down and get out of here with that. Nick Young. Now, thank you, Swaggy P. But Jordan Poole will if, be twice the. Here's, if a, he here's turns another hot take. Jordan Poole will be twice the player that Nick Young will ever dream to be. Wow, this dream. This worked out so much better than I anticipated. <laughs> I'm so happy. Content, content. Yeah, like two, content. Like two weeks ago, when that whole like Kawhi Leonard signing went down, just like yeah, Jordan Poole, man. I've been watching him and. Player. I'm excited. Rookie, what are you rookie, say? Of the, rookie of the year. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> okay. So if RJ Baird uh, or Williams plays 50 or 60 games, they get the award just like that. I just want to say that that Swaggy P has been in the league for 13 seasons. Jordan Poole. How long? Jordan Poole wow. will double these averages. So Jordan Poole. I'm predicting Jordan Poole will finish probably so with 60, like 60, 70 percent from three. No. Doubling the averages. Well, uh, no, actually, I take that back. No, 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 no. Just just the points and rebounds and assists and all that. So I, I see Jordan Poole as like a 19-20 a game guy. Maybe get us like four or five rebounds, definitely four or five assists. It's, and that's more than Swaggy P did. Swaggy P was 11.4 11 points, 2.0 rebounds, and a one assist a game. So to, to equate him to Swaggy P, no, sir. Okay. You're insane if you my if reach, that's his, my reach that's his ceiling. He's a second-round pick. Or he's a first, late first round pick. My apologies. Who's giving you 19 a game for his career? If he I'll hits, take that. if he hits at the back end, it's so difficult to hit those picks. If he's Nick Young, they hit a home run. I just don't understand how I'm being delusional, Warrior <laughs> fan here. I really don't. I just, and I'd imagine, I can't imagine how you guys are missing the boat on this too. Oh, uh, well, I'm hedging. I love Smiley. This I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm ordering about, a Smiley jersey. You're gonna say Smiley? So we can we put he's you down guy. for Smiley's rookie of the year? I actually said I, uh, Pascal. Mateo. I'm going with that because he's he's going to be the poor man's dream on. There's there's my hot take. Pascal's Roy. That's your rookie of the year. No, you know what? If we're going to go all in on a, on a stupid rookie of the year prediction, well, give me Smiley. Stupid. I'm all in on Smiley. Smiley. Yeah, Flynn, yeah, which do rookie some... do you want on the dubs for rookie of the year? Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the guy from uh, Villanova. Yeah. That's Pascal. 
Yeah, that okay, guy. So Mateo's old pick. You're just going to recycle. That's good. It's good for the environment. We like that. <laughs> I still don't understand. I think I, I made a, presented a very logical argument there for uh, for why I think the dubs are going to be just fine. Glenn Robinson, D'Angelo Russell. Come on. Yeah, dear. Look what, at the additions there. Willie Colley Stein, Alec Burks. Those are some quality. This is absolutely entertaining signs. stuff on ESPN right now. Just tarp wipeouts. <laughs> tarp. Oh, when the wind got too yeah. high. Yeah. I, I don't. You guys are tripping. All right, now it is. You're time. tripping, dog. Jordan Poole, rookie of the I year. Tripping? How am I tripping? Do what he means starting on the damn team. You don't know that. You don't know that. You've seen the way Kerr juggles young guys. I mean, he's he's in a position where he's probably gonna have to play them. But usually the first half, he isn't giving them much time. And it's I, fine. I, it's fine. It's fine. We'll get eight. He's going to be the San Francisco Giants of the rookie year. He's going to be averaging four points a game you or something let, like that. You let the other rookies eat each other alive in the first half of the season, right? So everybody's just so distracted with those guys. Oh, oh who do we think is rookie of the year? Who do we think is rookie of the year? Then all of a sudden, <laughs> second half of the season, Jordan Poole makes his late season push and at least validates what I've been saying. As, as Clay's back, as Clay cuts into his time. I w- maybe they, they'll have no, to bench. He's gonna be he'll be so hand good. Hand hand he'll be Clay so good that maybe, Clay will maybe, get benched. Maybe rookie of the year, G League. I can see that one. No, no. <laughs> he'll be on the squad. You know what? Uh, uh, you know, I, uh, that's where I'm going. Jordan Poole, rookie of the year. Of the he'll G-League. be on the roster. Don't worry. There has never <laughs> been – <there's laughs> Clay, never comes, Clay comes back. They need to get some more time. Don't want, don't want to mess with shots. And down to the G League, lights it up. Somewhere, somewhere somebody said back in 2010 or 20 – 29 or 2009 whenever we drafted Steph that Steph was going to be the greatest warrior ever and he got laughed at too it's fine all I'm 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 not even setting the bar that high I'm just saying Jordan Poole very exciting young prospect you sound you to. sound like me when I was a big Niner fan like the early 2010 like 11 to 14 do not confuse me when, with your Niner hysteria whenever I whenever the Niners picked oh, anybody on the draft I'm like this guy's the best it. this guy's the best Let's no see if I can find now, that's exactly saving, what you sound I am like right saving now saving the Niner hysteria for August we are waiting till till I can shoot down you your sound hopes like and dreams. me when I was up on about I every could, draft I can see how insecure you are with all the Antonio Brown and George Kittle tweets you're you're such a you're such a Steelers homer it's unbelievable God. You're Come so on. hurt by the AB no trade. No way. What God. are you talking about? Why do you care? <laughs> yeah, and you're tweeting. Oh, my God. Anything I tweet out, you're go. so mad. Holy I just think it's God. funny how I jump on that stuff before the me- – it's, like, it's, like, it's like the girl that breaks up with you, and then she just goes and has fun. You're just kind of sitting there like, fuck. Not that's true, that's not true, not true. AB working out. AB, yeah. AB's a complete just forgot agent Jeff's just We just have walking. to we just have to wait until the season starts and we see the path and the trajectory. There, there, I asked did, Raider, you ever, did you ever listen to uh, AB's interview with um, LeBron on uh, No, I have so not. So there's, there's there's a part of it where he's talking about uh um uh Ben Roethlisberger how he just he just blames everybody. <laughs> and then and AB just goes that's the kind of guy he is, man. Oh yeah, okay, then, I remember then, that quote. And then LeBron's like, "What are you talking about?" Like He's like, he's like, dude, he yells at me. He's like, bro, you threw the, you threw the ball in the fucking old line. Like, give me a ball to actually catch. <laughs> it will be interesting to see what happens this year. I still, I've, I've been asking the D line, bro. I've been asking Raider fans that I see, what would you define as a successful year for Antonio Brown? Keep in mind the fact that you are paying him thirty million dollars. Thousand yards. You want a thousand yards and what? I don't know. If he gets over a thousand yards, I think it was last year. Last year he put up 15 touchdowns on 104 receptions and 1,297 yards. So how close does he have to get to that? Oh, he's going to be easy. Over a hundred with Derek Carr checking down to him, like easy over a hundred. He'll he'll probably lead the league in passes. Yeah, he'll probably lead the league in catches thanks to Derek Carr checking down. Okay. But then how many yards and how many touchdowns? Oh, he's got to be over 1,200 yards and he's got to be over 10 touchdowns for to be a success. That's a success. 
because I see what hap what I see happening is AB getting over a thousand, and then getting nine to ten touchdowns and being completely happy as the Raiders go five and eleven. So I mean, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. And Salty. As, and as, no 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 no. It's fine. <laughs> and as far as the George Kittle thing goes, that was just because I was ripping on the Raiders, so I wanted to make sure that the other Bears. Uh, I, I got I got I got, I got go. a good prediction like for you, Jeff. What's the prediction? Ben Roethlisberger is going to make it to the playoffs with the Steelers this year, this, this coming year. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to lose the Patriots. He's going to blame everybody else except him. Mm -hmm. So that's what the narrative sounds like. Steelers, in the Steelers, Steelers country. I can guarantee this: the Steelers win the win the division and make it to the uh, the divisional round. I can't promise wild card, but division divisional round. Oh, the man. team that I think is good. I think they're going to uh, is going to have a rough time as the uh, Ravens. I feel like the teams are going to figure out that damn offense. Dude, that, I think they're going to be coming out and running a wishbone. I heard they were going to be running. They that uh, Harbaugh's been yeah. talking to the Navy coach. Yeah, the guys is. It's interesting, the receivers that they added. They added Hollywood, they added Miles Boykin, and they're like two of the most athletic guys in the draft. And you're, you know, for going down They field. went real young. Yeah, so it's like, how does that fit with Lamar? They're going to do a wishbone they've been talking? Mm -hmm. I heard they're, they're going to run a lot of different looks. The wishbone. <laughs> and uh, that's the thing, is, is Lamar, did he put on weight? Does anybody Has anybody seen Lamar Jackson photos? Has we had, Have we had His a Lamar Jackson photo? His mentor is spotted? RG3. Oh. <laughs> There you go. Well, RG3 was always... He'll, tell, he'll, tell, you, he'll, he'll tell you how to how to build the brand. For being super durable. Yeah. All right. Well... Draft Lamar Jackson, guys. He'll win you your league. No, and, and the George Kittle thing is, what Tennessee. did he... How much did he bench? It was like... Who? It was like 340. How much did George Kittle bench? I think it was like 345. There's a video yeah. somewhere of that? That's good. Mm -hmm. Plus 10 catches Where? this year. Plus 10 catches for Where's muscle. Where's the video? Some, I tweeted it out. Oh, you did? I retweeted it with a comment. That's why Mateo's bringing it up, saying I'm salty. Oh, I'm just making yeah. observations. You just you just made a hedge so that you, you know, look I never, bad with the I AB. never, I never <laughs> got mad at. Uh, well, I always thought it was silly, but I never got mad at the James Harrison workout videos getting posted because those were just absolutely ridiculous. That man was lifting cars. But Jerry but, Rice did the brick catching. Like Jerry Rice did it, and it was kind of a form of. I was reading into it. Like Dahani Jones, his argument was that it's a form of cross training before cross training I didn't, existed. I didn't say I, I wasn't one of those guys who said I could go there and do that. No, but that you made fun. Takes of, a lot of rhythm. You made fun of it. I did because it's I'm more just funny that he's in loafers than anything. I think it's more funny that it's just people think that this is legit going to help. It is legit. Jerry Rice did it. It's something that a lot of guys incorporate because it strengthens your hands. You know what's funny is Jerry, Jerry Rice caught a lot of passes with his pads. If you see, if you watch those highlight tapes. I don't, I, I don't know what the observation is going towards. Oh, I'm just saying, <laughs> we want to talk about Jerry Rice's strong hands. I'll give you a hot take right Isn't that there. the only Niner offseason workout video that's been posted? Yeah, yes, yes. So then why are you making it sound like there's a million Niner ones? No, I was just saying, the I was just saying that the Bay Area was undefeated in offseason workout I videos. I love that you, you somehow wander, you wander into the, do you know Jerry Rice caught a lot of balls with his body? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, people want to talk about Jerry Steve Rice's. Steve Young had one of the strongest arms in we NFL We want to talk history. about Jerry Rice's hand strength. We'll talk about Jerry Rice did a lot of basket catching. Doing everything you can to try to put AB I'm down. Not I'm not saying Jerry Rice is not a great wide receiver. He's no, the that's goat. Not, but He's no, the goat. You're, you're straw manning back out, though. Where? I'm not saying uh, – my argument is that he's doing something that is a lot of guys have done, and there's been ex-pros that say there is benefits towards his training. You okay. mock the training. Well, I can't wait to see <laughs> I can't wait to see it transition didn't, onto didn't, the field. Didn't A.B. have – what's his name uh, as his – like helped him with his training? Um, what's, what's the crazy dude's name? Those are – I'm Niner. sure he switched him out after about a year. No, he had – got the, burned the, out by him. The guy, the guy that was on the Niners and Raiders um, – and he was in the Longest Yard movie. Um, oh, I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, you lost me. 
But anyway, he's, he, was, he was on KNVR and somehow he helped uh, AB out and gave him the right supplements and the everything. The linebacker? Are you talking about the linebacker? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bill Romanowski? Yeah, Romanowski. Oh, oh my no. God. God, that's beautiful that that's, they befriended yeah, each other. For real. Jesus. Oh, that's good. I hope that's blo- I hope like that blows Like minds, up. like minds, uh, gravitating like magnets, mm-hmm. man. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I'm just saying, I can't wait to see it transition out on the field and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You're paying him $30 million. That's a lot of money. I hope you get the production out of him that you're looking for. We'll see. We shall definitely see with that. I can't <laughs> wait to hear you talk. Uh, uh, Steelers, AB, and Cleveland Browns is going to be some entertaining radio. The Cleveland Browns yep. thing. Don't even get yeah. me started, bro. Yeah, okay, that's absolutely ridiculous. Paper <laughs> ch- paper champs, offseason champs. The Cleveland Browns have won the offseason on a- the headlines. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be rooting hard for the Browns when they put the Steelers this year. Okay, <laughs> that's all good. That's all good. I'm, here. I'm, a, huge I'm a huge Odell <laughs> fan, And you know, so watch it. With my, luck, with my luck, both games will end in a tie. So that's just like <laughs> we had the one last year uh, in a tie. But I'm – look – James Conner had 12, 12 touchdowns from uh, scrimmage this year, and I believe that was in 13 games. So I'm just excited to see what he could do in a full year. Running backs don't matter. But the, I'm, all, I'm all, all in on that. That is wild, actually. I do want to just completely hijack that conversation. Let's, let's roll with that. Running backs don't matter. Does Melvin Gordon get paid? Does no. Melvin Gordon get paid? He shouldn't. Usually when it comes to those running backs, I don't mean – I feel like Melvin Gordon's going to be like, like fall into a Le'Veon Bell where they don't pay him. He's going to end up going to some crappy team that's going to pay him a bunch of money. And I feel with his injury history, when you stare at Gurley and Gurley wasn't able to play in a Super Bowl, yeah, like just the having that risk and having that guy on your roster and taking up that much of All, your space. It, it didn't really help the whole running backs either when CJ's whatever ender just yeah. came in and just kind of like almost like if they just Matt Breed is another example. I mean, it, it's a position that you can get a lot of production. Matt Breed is my favorite 49er right now. I love Matt Breida. Mm. I'll cheer for Matt Breida before I cheer for the rest of that team, though. Oh, that was heartbreaking. I don't you have a serious grudge against the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, no. I'm just I'm cheering hard for Matt Breida. Didn't he get hurt last year, too? He got hurt every game. Yeah. I feel like he was a walking He was a warrior, though. NFL Absolute yeah, warrior. He was. Awesome. Earned my respect. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm like that Jimmy G goes to dive out of bounds and, you know, knees done. And he's like, oh, I can't play the rest of the well, year. Well, he doesn't have to bring his friends on or the receiving core on a boat and convince everybody that they get along. So <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't have to, he doesn't have that going he's for him. He's too busy trying to make home movies. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> good stuff. I'm just saying, yeah, no, good for him, good for him. Sorry, where were you going Talented. with the nine? Where were you going with the running backs? It's just, it's when you see that where these guys are coming from. James Conner's another example. Mm-hmm. I hope Melvin Gordon gets paid. He pays. He plays a very physical position. But would you? Would I pay them? No. I feel that I would take the draft picks for them and and see just throw a bunch of guys out there and see what happens. If you have a really good offensive line and you have good scouting, you can replace that position. So if Melvin Gordon doesn't get paid, does that mean Ezekiel Elliott gets paid? Oh yeah, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Jones is gonna pay him. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because it's Jerry Jones. Because it's Jerry Jones. (laughs) That's that's honestly a really good look. At Dak's probably gonna get paid, and I feel that all of us. The, The big conundrum right now with the Cowboys is: Do you pay Dak? Do you pay Zeke? Or do you pay? Um, here's a wide receiver, Amari. Do you? They they're looking like they can only pay two out of three right now. Uh, you can make it work. He's gonna pay everybody. Yeah. It's gonna cost him a lot in the yeah, long run. Yeah, oil money does I a mean, lot of good. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, they're worth so much money that they'll make it work. I mean, but what do you feel? Do you feel that you would pay? I mean, you're a team that you root for a team that just let go of a high end running back. Mm-hmm. I mean, not by choice, but I if mean, you want to do the holdout, I mean, do it at your own at your own choosing, right? Mm-hmm. And make sure that you don't settle for less than you would have ultimately come away with on the original offer from that original team, mm-hmm. which I think is something that we learned in this latest episode of what what happened with uh, Le'Veon Bell. Melvin Gordon. The tough thing with Melvin Gordon is, is I don't think he gets paid because Melvin Gordon played four years of college football. 
and has played, what, three, four years now of NFL football, there is a lot of mileage on those tires. Yep. So I doubt that he gets paid much less to – I think Zeke could get paid, but I'm pretty sure both of them had somewhere upwards north of 300 touches last year, and that's just a lot to be it's putting on your running back. And especially – I think – I don't know why this just popped in my head, but it's uh, with all the running backs and seven how the injuries they've been getting, it's very impressive what Frank Orr is able to do for – Ten straight years. Yeah, big balls. Just want to say that. Able to go. You know, <laughs> fumble, fumble problems we've, we've aside. We've hijacked it back to X-Niners. <laughs> fumble, fumble problems aside, yes, Frank Gore has done a fantastic job because he has mastered the art of the 3.5 yard or yards attempt. He falls, falls forward. Yeah, he falls yeah. forward. Sometimes he falls forward without the football. Not so much as of late, but yes. Where is he playing this next year? Uh, Buffalo? Playing, yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo? Yeah. Jeez. Man's going to tour the entire AFC West, or AFC East. Good for Frank. And he <laughs> said he wants to play after. He wants to play another year. You got to break it back to San Francisco. Just retire that last year. So he's got to ultimately end up his end up sucking up one of your spots. But have a nice little sentimental value. Oh, he'd score 10 touchdowns at Shanahan's system. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Run, and I think what ended up ruining the running back thing, too, was Todd Gurley. Like, what's up mm-hmm. with this arthritis and going on now? Like, you have to, especially after you get the big fat contract, like, I don't know if it's going to work out. It's just it's such a difficult position to play, and you're hit every Sucks time. Sucks to be that guy, that team. Sucks to be that <laughs> position. Real though, pick a different yeah. position, man. Pick one that you can play longer. That's really what it comes down to. Is I'm sorry. That's what Jalen Hurd did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of workout videos here, I see Tom Brady's workout video. Oh, yeah. there you go. Patriots put the Patriots in there too, right? No, undefeated in uh, offseason. Probably. Well, you, the Patriots are just undefeated in general, man. That's very annoying. Very annoying watching them. All right, now it is time for Tim Brown's unavailable, actually, so we're just going to go stat of the day. But it's courtesy of Tim Brown, so I guess that still does make it Tim Brown's stat of the day. All right, courtesy of Tim Brown, the stat of the day. Jim Palmer gave up 303 home runs during his career, but remarkably... None of those 303 home runs were ever a Grand Slam home run. Wow. Well, I just was waiting for that to sit there for dramatic effect, kind of, you know, take oh your time. Oh, my I can't God. believe that happened. Yeah. What was the stat? Jim Palmer <laughs> gave up 303 home runs in his career as a pitcher. But out of those 303 home runs that he gave up, none of them were ever a grand slam. Mm. Whoa. So efficient. He'd been the perfect pitcher for today's today's MLB. What if all of them were th- two with two men two on? Two or three run home runs? Yeah, that'd be rough. Well, not a grand slam, though. <laughs> so that works. That works for him. <laughs> all right. Good stuff there. Now it's time for some winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. All right, it's time for winners and losers on this episode of the podcast. No, don't start that. Don't. We haven't done anything to deserve that. We have not done anything to deserve that. It's for help. All right. First up on winners and losers, Manny Pacquiao defeated Keith Thurman last night. Mateo 
I'm asking you for Why undisclosed f- undisclosed I reasons if you specifically in particular happen to watch. Usually you ask me or Flynn. I feel that's kind of weird you went directly <laughs> towards me. Did you watch this fight last I night? I had I had so much lumpia, and then I had some soy sauce, and then a pig. Like, I was ready. No, I'm, I'm a bad Filipino. I didn't watch Manny. Some short ribs. No, you no I always say I'm excited for his post-fight interview. When he, when I see him speak English is my favorite uh, part because I've got so many family members that he sounds like. Uh, we're the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. We did not watch the fight because we were out drinking, and then we looked over at the TV screen. We were like, oh, oh fuck, shit. that's right. Manny Pacquiao's fighting tonight. Apparently he won. Split decision. Two judges saw 115, 115, 113, or 115, 113, and then Thurman got it uh, one the other way. So there was one judge that did like Thurman, but I – Pacquiao knocked him down. I saw somebody tweeted out that it said when Pacquiao landed shots on Thurman, it was legit exciting and an underdog feel. But when Thurman was landing on Pacquiao, it just felt like an old man was getting beat up. So I cannot verify that because I have yet to watch the fight. I will find it once it gets posted on YouTube, and I'll watch the highlights there. But it sounds like Manny Pacquiao is still able to hold his own. And what is he, like 47 years old now? Like just, Manny Pacquiao just feels old as dirt. It's the rebirth of Manny. That dude's been fighting professionally since he was like 15 years old or something like that. I thought when he got screwed in Australia was when it was oh, over for the, Manny. The That's, Jeff Horn fight? Yes, that was Horn, crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's when I was like, oh, he man. He completely man. outclassed Jeff Horn, and just the, Jeff Horn got the nod because they were fighting in Melbourne, I believe. And that's why. They have the home field advantage. So congratulations, Manny He's Pacquiao. 40. He's 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, excuse me. Sorry for having him so, so old. Do you guys want to see him fight Floyd? Does no. that move the need? No. Would you rather see him fight Floyd or Connor fight Floyd? No, I don't want to see that. No, there. Yeah. I think Floyd just stay out of boxing for. Shut up, year. Floyd. You got your 50 wins. You're good to go. I only don't need to see you in a fight anymore. Just don't blow your money. Don't be stupid. So I don't see that. All right. Next up on the winners and losers, the MLB inducted the Hall of Fame class. I didn't watch one second of this ceremony. Now I'm asking if you guys watch one second of this ceremony. I did not. I didn't know what was going on until SportsCenter was talking about this morning. And I was like, oh, Hall of Fame. And I was like, who's in? And then they started flashing the names. And I was Six like, oh. guys got added. Can you tell? Can you name four of the names? Uh, Halliday and Rivera are two of them. Okay. Lee Smith, the other one? Yep. And you got three Mike Moustakis? No. <laughs> close. Uh, Some name close to that, though. Oh, it's uh, Agra Martinez was one. All right, there you go. You want to try and guess the uh, remaining uh, Mike two? Mike Mussina. There you go. And the last one? Oh, the last one's a really old player. Oh, Harold Baines. There you go. All right. Congratulations, Mateo, for getting that all. Thank you. S- thank you, Morning Sports Center. With the help of Flan, there to assist you along the way. Oh, hell of a play Mike with Moustakis. High school Moustakis. <laughs> that looks like Little League, man. Have they? No, they haven't played, they haven't played the Little League World Series. Field. They haven't played Little League World Series that was yet. That's a big-ass field. Okay. You're right. You're wrong. Yeah. Big time. You didn't catch that. You're right. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up on the winners and losers list, Trey Young dropped 31 points in a Drew League game. Are we supposed to be excited about this? Twitter was telling me that I was supposed to be getting excited because Montrez Harrell of the Los Angeles Clippers had added a three-point shot to his game. It was was debuting it at the Drew League. Stretch five. I'm not concerned. Stretch five alert. Stretch five alert. Do it in the real game. Do it in a real game. Okay. Trey Young dropped it 31 in a Drew League. That's cool. Do it. Well, he has done it in a real game before. But it would have been just saying. it would have been cooler ten years ago, like when KD went to Rucker Park, like when we, when it wasn't as viral as it is now, when it would just pop up on YouTube and it would it would just word of mouth spread. Urban legend type stuff. Well, I mean, like there's video of him at Rucker dropping sixty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was like Wade would go out and play. Like I, I feel with how much we were able to see in how many different leagues, it kind of devalues. We're exposed to so much now. 
you know, it dilutes the sample and it allows mm-hmm. everybody to go out. Because it's just like, you, I mean, the Drew League is, is obviously a little bit more prestigious, but you definitely do get summer leagues that guys will be playing in, unofficial summer leagues, where some will just be like, they'll be featured with celebrities and stuff too. So it's like, how much work are you really getting in? Like, you're just getting the conditioning and the running going. That's all. You're just putting miles on yourself. But, all right, moving on. Oh, the days of Master P when he was out there playing somewhere. <laughs> the Open Championship, Shane Lowry takes that home. Uh, fellas, how much of the Open Championship did you watch, or did you watch any of it? Because I didn't watch a single. I watched the last hour of it on um, what, like this, six morning. O'clock this morning. This morning? It was 6 o'clock. It was like 8 o'clock. Really? Yeah, they don't, they don't tee off until... Oh, on Saturday and Sunday, they probably don't tee off until about 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, our time. Yeah, it already, like they're. T- I remember when I was watching Friday, they were teeing off pretty late. Uh, Friday, mm-hmm. Friday, you could stay up and you could stay up on the West Coast at eleven thirty, and they'd be teeing off because they had yeah. so many guys that were going. Yeah, that was that's kind of funny. Well, Wednesday, I guess it'd be Wednesday and Thursday night, and then Friday, Friday Saturday, 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 Sunday. Yeah, for the actual tournament. So, what do we think? What do you? What did you think of Shane Lowry's performance then? Since you're the one here who watched the most of the Open Championship. But he had it in the bag. I mean, he had a uh, – what was the guy that was uh, the uh, long-haired guy, Fleetwood? Yeah. Fleetwood had him – he was, like, kind of coming up on him a little bit, but then I figured Fleetwood, like, did something. He uh, he bogeyed a hole or something like that, and then after that, it was just basically smooth sailing for – so it was pretty uneventful. Relatively boring championship. It, was like, it wasn't like uh, Pebble Beach where it kind of came out of the last three holes or so. Just but one of those where, you know, like, everybody missed the cut. How did Phil Mickelson do? He missed. No, the yeah. best was uh, Duval hit a oh plus 20 God, the first day, he, then a plus 7 the next day. People were so angry about he had, it. He had 14 <laughs> on one hole, I think. Because that's the only place he can consistently play, right? Because he won there? I'm not sure. Oh, God. Yeah, it, Duval was not, not the paw. Jeez. <laughs> not <a> paw. <laughs> yeah, clearly. But I just liked how Mickelson was clearly advertising some type of workout blend that he was going to try and sell, like the coffee and chocolate and water. Some, some the best was, though, that uh, Tiger Woods uh, texted uh, Kepka. Brooks Kepka if he wanted yeah. to play, and he just didn't reply. <laughs> no, fuck that. Kepka played well, too. He He's all right. Up. He's all right. At least for the first three rounds. I don't know what he did in the fourth round. He wasn't close to winning. No. No. I take that back. <laughs> I thought he was out front the begin, beginning. Yeah. He was like Miami. He was he was nine strokes back. Damn. He was he was but he was fourth overall. Can have to be better Damn. than that. <laughs> All right. Next up on winners and losers, we have Kevin Harvick winning at New Hampshire for NASCAR. So congratulations Woo. to Kevin Harvick. Did you guys? Neither one of you guys watched the race. Huh? I I saw it on the highlight. Yeah. You reminded me to put it in there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. He, he, uh, keep this streak going. Uh, Duval had a plus nine on the seventh hole of uh, the first round of the Open. You can't have that. That's not good. <laughs> plus nine. <laughs> you cannot have that at all. All right. I want to jump to this real quick. Last up on the winners-losers list, we have Sierra Canyon High School. And I'm looking up I'm looking up the, the roster right now. This high school team, man, this is about to be – the most people think it's about to be the most insane high school basketball team ever. So that'll probably be an E60 bout in about 20 years. So I'm trying to. Oh, why would it find? Where's Chatsworth, California? Is that Southern California? Chatsworth. Chatsworth. What a name. It's not letting me see the roster. 
Well, that ruins what I wanted to do with this then. That's unfortunate. Basketball. Says they're playing Montgomery High School. I bet it better not be the Montgomery from here. It looks like you got, you'd have a game to go right about. I, I, you know, that's all Southern California, so we're good. Sierra Cannon Trailblazer? Basketball? I'm not sure, 100% sure if that is, but that's where apparently LeBron. Oh, it just for the preseason roster, just list, uh, list uh, Bronny. That's so it? Yeah, that's it. Just the one name on yeah, there. And, it, and this is the photo that they use. <laughs> Looks just like him. Mm. Spoiler alert, it does not. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. The, could you imagine a team? I, I, there's a lot of talent that's headed to that team, but it's young, right? D-Wade's kid, LeBron's kid. I believe Scottie Pippett's kid is there already. There's somebody else that's going to be there too. But unless those freshmen are absolutely dominating the little white kids that they're playing against, <laughs> like state championship, that's going to be something to keep an eye on because I'd love to see those kids actually get tested mm-hmm. and see what they do because right now I feel like it's kind of easy when they team up on AAU teams. They're just able to beat up high school basketball is a little bit different. You just kind of got to deal with the talent pool that you have around you. I, was, I saw highlights of LeBron's old footage when he was playing in high school, and it was just a man among boys. freakish. Absolutely un- insane and unfair what he was doing to those little kids that he was playing against. Nothing. And, and I guess that's like you have to just cope with that and just say, this is this is a freak of nature, right? Like, I stand no chance against this guy. Like, I, I, It's like Shaq in a mosh pit. For real, you have oh, no chance. So, so, so awesome. I'd love to be in the mosh pit with uh, Shaq. He's sick. Would you take a legit shot at him? Oh, yeah, 100%. I was, 100%. I, 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 I hope you, I there hope was you, way too many dudes I that pulled back. I hope he would take one at me, too. 100%. <laughs> you hope that Shaq would take a shot back at you. Oh, yeah. You got it. You, you got you to gotta, you gotta enjoy the uh, the contact. The body craze contact, according to Jim I, Harbaugh. I feel that should be your next. <laughs> the next seven days, can you tweet and, and t- see if we can get a reply back from Shaq that you want to mosh That you want to mosh with Shaq, yeah. Oh, and, you, and that you'd give him a legit shot. Oh, yeah. That'd be sick. All right. Well, on that note, let's move on to the pop culture update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news, and that's why. And even using news as a as a term for the Twitter feed is like a real liberal usage of it. But Flan, what do you got for us up on the pop culture update? You're first. I'm first. Um, there are some funny funny videos that uh, Mateo talked about with Shaq in the mosh pit. Those popped up this week at Tomorrowland set, and uh, Shaq has been doing his uh, DJ Diesel tour around Europe or lately. So. He's dude, just, dude, just dude, dude just moshes and just likes the headbang, man. You're a mosh. Bruh. they do it differently over there. You're up, Jeff. What, are we getting distracted <laughs> by the Giants highlights? Dang. No. No, I'm right here. Alpha. That, that, I, he should have been alpha for that. I'm oh, looking that. right now. <laughs> I'm, looking right now. I'm just going to throw it out there. I am late on the, on the train for sure, but I've been doing nothing this weekend but um, binging Stranger Things, and it's wild. I'm not saying that I recommend it to anybody. But it's a wild show. Just the, the twists and turns that it's taken. I've had some questions as to where I thought that the story was going to die out. And it hasn't. But it definitely does not make my top three. Which is Peaky Blinders, Frontier, and The Last Kingdom. But it is a good series, I will say that. So props to Stranger Things. So I'm almost done with Stranger Things 2 about to start Stranger Things 3. After hearing nothing. Just seeing all that shit on, 
online about oh, it. Oh god, it was crazy. Everything, every when a show drops on Netflix in the, the aftermath for a couple of days. I'm gonna be like that with Peaky Blinders drops though. When they drop the fifth season, Peaky Blinders, I'm just a fair warning to everybody. There'll be spoilers galore because I'll just be questioning existence and what goes on. The writing is so. The, that's what I'll say about Peaky Blinders is the writing in that is amazing. The the twists and turns that. And it just every Game of Thrones, you then. think everybody's double, you think everybody's backstabbing and double crossing each other, and then it all turns out to just to be completely a whole different ball of wax to where other people are coming in and, and fucking with each other. It's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Everybody should watch that show. Is that on Netflix? Yes. Okay. Peaky Blinders. Yes. You let me know when you start. I'll all start right. rewatching it. I'll rewatch it with you. So now nah, we don't have to be in the same room, but oh, you know you can at least text what a me and, and let you know. Yeah, well, unless, you know... We'll do a pod, pod watch party. If the invite's there, then maybe, you know, maybe I'll go. All right, Mateo, what do you have for the pop culture update? You guys talk about LeBron replacing the director of Space Jam? No, but that's that's definitely <laughs> on brand. Very on brand, LeBron. Uh, yeah. That was, yep, that, you pretty much nailed the joke there. I mean, okay. oh my God, he replaced his own uh, director. Every joke of coaching changes and shifted over to directing. It's absolutely insane, man. I don't... I'm, it's like... He's dude, like, he's like I just dude, don't, dude has to pull strings everywhere he goes. He's like digging the music everywhere he goes. It's just the shuffle. But yeah, everywhere he goes, he's just got to pull strings, man. I don't understand it. It's a, it's very, it's like so passive aggressive control, control freak. I just, how do you tell the director from your like, what is he doing? Is he not incorporating Bugs Bunny enough for LeBron's liking? Did you <laughs> want more, more scenes? Like it's crazy. Not getting my good side. That's what's going on there. It's wild. Flan, I'm gonna flip this over to you. The new set of Marvel movies were announced. Mateo, I'm not sure if you're... Are you a Marvel fan? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> you are? Yeah, we've talked Avengers and Sorry, Spider-Man. then taking that away from me. Not like I don't die, remember. Not I don't like remember. I don't... Because I don't... I try not they, to think about Marvel like a, too much. Maybe well, if they had I, a Filipino I'm, character, you would have asked me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty on brand. <laughs> they, Marvel just... They just announced a whole new, like, lineup of movies that are just going to be coming out for, like, the next five years or some shit like that, Flan. Is that what's happening? You didn't see it? Well, I mean, ever since the whole last Avengers ended, I'm kind of just like, I'm not really about the whole new phase. So did you see the announcement, Mateo? Yeah, they dropped And like I completely mis- misdirected this Are they trying to do like a whole new Avengers they, they, thing? They call it, well, they, they haven't announced phase anything. Phase Yeah, yeah. All right, was it phase four at the I yeah, don't you don't, you don't care, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's phase four, and the idea is they're introducing, the, so there's the TV show for Disney+. Plus. There's Phasers the, and lasers. So, and then, you know, they're incorporating lasers. new, they, they named a new Blade. They okay. named a female Thor as Natalie Portman. Which, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's a couple of different things. Are they gonna have like a whole like another Avengers thing? Not no. yet. I, I feel they have to establish everything. I'm sure they're they're gonna piece together what was left. If they, of, yeah, they, they'll if find they, a way to make another Avengers. If movie. they do Avengers, I probably won't announce it for another two years or something. Yeah, and I gotta imagine they gotta hope the movies are stable and grossing yeah. to, to warrant another Avengers movie. Just you're just. They haven't. They didn't do it. They didn't announce fans. Guardians of the Galaxy three, did they? They did. They did. Yeah. When's they, that one gonna come out? They didn't. It wasn't on the timeline. He slid it in there though. He said okay. Guardians. He said Black Panther two, Guardians oh. three. They then if they're bringing those, but they gotta do it another Avengers movie. Then if they're bringing them back, yeah, wow. they probably will. They're probably gonna have like the Black Panther take over Captain America spot, well, and, and, then. and they announced the Fantastic Four movie. So I imagine where they're heading is you get Fantastic Four. You hope you can get Deadpool in there. Somehow. Have you seen the new Spider-Man one? Yeah, I saw it a couple weeks ago. I, some, I didn't see it yet, but somebody was saying that there's construction on the Stark Tower. That was gonna be, they said it would probably be a Fantastic I didn't notice that. Uh, hmm. They said there's construction on it, and they said it would probably be turned into the Fantastic Four thing they had. Oh, interesting. I wonder if that holds up to the origin story. Yeah. 
Was it a good movie though, the Spider-Man? I loved it. Oh, I I, yeah, it, it was man. awesome. It was really well done. That and Lion King. Speak. Oh, did yeah, you DC. see Lion King? Oh, I wanted to see it. I Actually, speaking of movies, I saw a movie that came out that last fall that is very good. I'm a little late to the party on this one, but I saw Star Is Born. Yeah, I never saw it. Did you like the ending? Actually, I watched, damn it. <laughs> I watched like, the, watched like the first 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it. Somebody ruined it for me. So what do you think about the first 30 minutes? Yeah. Uh, really good, and, and uh, Lady Gaga should stop wearing makeup. She's a lot prettier without the makeup. Aww, <laughs> is there so a, nice. d- is there actual g- genuine like chemistry between Bradley Cooper oh, like, yeah. that you're oh, rooting 100%. for him to for them to get together now in real life? There, yeah, you wa- you watch him in, and you're like, dude, these two have definitely boned or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's their celebrity name? La- would you call them Lady Cooper? I'll call Bradley it, uh, Gaga. Cougar. Uh, oh, I like that. Yeah, Cougar. Yeah, Cougar. There you go. Yeah, you're welcome. You, got a has- you, smart, have, a, you, have, a, you have a hashtag. Hashtag Cougar. Cougar. C O O G A. But it's going to be like, it'd be C O C, capital C O O, and then you got to go capital G A because she's Gaga. Not Goo Goo. Gaga. Lady Cooper. That's a good one, though. Makes her sound royalty. Makes it sound like royalty. All right. Anything else for the pop culture update from you guys? I want to see the Lion King movie. Did not see it, but I'm looking forward to it. Looks dope. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about it, but that sucks for those people that didn't like it. I mean, what's interesting is the 94 movie was an hour and a half, and this one is nearly two hours. So I just want to know where they got the half an hour of fluffing it up and where it Mm. came in. Because it's supposed to be a shot-for-shot remake, so some scenes probably dragged on a little bit longer than the others. Are you be one of those people that after the movie or go on Rotten Tomatoes and write a very, very hardcore review about it? No. Good. No. I just want to see if it holds up. That's all. Did you guys watch the Cats trailer? Oh, <laughs> fuck, man. Did you see that? No. <laughs> Look it up right yeah, now. Yeah, watch Look the it Cats up. trailer. Look Bad. it up. Oh, dude, it is so... It's out there. How does the cat look compared to Andy's cat in The Office? Oh, God. <laughs> that was, perf- that <laughs> was no, one look, of the perfect tweets. Look that tweets. shit up right now, and you watch it. You watch it right now. Here, I'll lower the music. Cats. You gotta find that. Hold that shit up to the mic, bro. We'll see how much of this trailer you could take. Mateo, how long do you, do you make it through the entire trailer? I waited till the when when somebody threw the us the music from us the I got five on it scary uh, remix when they yeah when they put it over that that was the only time I made it through the trailer because it was per- pitch I saw, perfect. I saw a meme where it was cats, but everybody's played by Nick Offerman. And they just oh, that would be I'd watch that. Are you watching it right now? Yeah. Live reaction from Flan on the Cats trailer. I want to hear what you. I want. I want you to vocalize what you're seeing and what what you think of it. Um, it's the only way this is gonna work, Flan. Well, what are you seeing? Not. The fuck. You're seeing cats. I'm seeing lots of cats. <laughs> that, um, what do the cats look like? Looks like they're just computer animated with a face on it. This is. Does it make you want to see that movie? No. All right. Does it, in. does it provide any spank bank material for you? <laughs> no. Wow. Nothing. No furry. No whoa, furriness from you. Whoa. Wow. Gross. This looks like a beer alley, Jeff. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Don't you put that on me. Yeah. I'm surprised you lasted that what long. What a weird trailer. That's what she said. That strange trailer. Very strange. I don't know what's up with it. I don't know who green-lighted that, and people want to get mad at the Sonic the Hedgehog character, and yet we're going to let that shit fly. Are you going to see that movie? I might. I'm, 
I feel like those are one of those music gets a lot of hype, and then when it comes out, nobody like goes. It's got to Jim Carrey in it, bro. I'm, I just want to see. Yeah, Jim Carrey would be awesome. Once once Sonic becomes a detective, I'll see it. A pet detective. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you guys got anything else to add for the show, or is that it? That's it. That's it. That's all. Well all right. That's a good episode. I think overall a good episode. We made a. We did good. We did good. All right. To the haters and losers, of which there are many. Fuck you. Until next time. Deuces. <laughs> Later. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Joints in the morning. I smoke two joints at night. I left you alone for the healing since I never gave you life. I walked and built good feeling. I got diamonds in my eyes. But let's be real, Godzilla in my trunk and afford my prize. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? Oh, 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 oh. Can you feel the earth? What you saying, Godzilla in the trunk? Got my mans in the villa with skunk. I can't trust not a soul, I'm alone. Everybody done died her back home. I've been trying to reach you for the longest. Let's smoke clear, but you know my tree be the strongest. My branches got banks, I'ma be here the longest. I dare you, little bitch, can I be on no bullshit? Young nigga shit, I'ma get ridiculed for dumb shit. Don't rain in California, but my niggas ready to dump shit. I don't like no fake big, but you bagging like school lunches. I eat beach, you eat ass nigga like num num, that's scrumptious. Don't like no fake niggas, wanna collab for the clout. But I know you niggas already know what I'm about. But I've been bossing since a jitty, and we litty at the house. Niggas claim it away, but use waste for they rouse, nigga. Feel the earth.